Yeah, you're a a a, a connoisseur of pencils. I think. Yes, I am, and I, I bet so there's got to be a. I bet there's a word for that. There's a word uh, for everything. Oh, that's yeah, not what I wanted people to do. That are, at all. Like, yeah, what is the term for? What is the gamer equivalent? Yes, of people that are into. Uh, pencils. Right. My audio is like, it's looking really low, but my levels are looking okay on here. I feel as though I'm going to turn it up. I mean, it's up. better too low than too high because then we get all the noise, you know? Right. Well, I just I just turned it up a teeny little bit and it's, I mean, sure, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. It's not peaking or it's like, you know, it looks like it's topping out at right around like negative 10. Well, that's but that's what, fine. But that's only when I talk real loud. But if I'm just talking down a little bit like this. Yeah. Then it's not that. Then well, I guess I mean, it gets you know, I have like that. a preset yeah. that I apply uh, okay. to your voice. You know, it's like a compressor and uh, uh, whatever equalizer. So I mean, it doesn't really matter too much. Okay. Well, I you know what? We'll we'll try this and see if it works. Where um, the shits are my uh... things? Like things got all put out of sorts these last couple of weeks yeah. from like doing live streams and like other like oh because you had like on, voice recording. you had like guests on scene. Right, so that yes, makes yeah, it... Yeah, so uh, everything got kind of messed up. Oh, here it is, okay. All right. Did you see, because, um, <clears throat> you know, I know how busy you are, but uh, I don't know if you saw that the version of the show that I uploaded last week to YouTube had like 10 minutes of bonus content at the beginning compared to what I uploaded to the audio. <laughs> no, I didn't. Like the whole conversation about like Johnny Wad and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I I only left that in the video part because like you know I didn't have all the lights on yet and I'm I'm like kind of trying to get set up over here while I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt like after that conversation was over, there was like a good like logical starting point for like the audio version. But I just felt like you might as well just leave it all in there. Yeah. You know, in the video version. Um, yeah. All right. Oh man, I th- we're gonna get in trouble if I talk about that. About what? Well, I'm looking at my slaps and eats spreadsheet, you know, and I was thinking mm-hmm. like, I mean, I just feel like you know because once again you've shown up unprepared. I know. I just I know. I'm, and- I'm kind of looking. You know, I told you I have like the column of stuff where all where it's all good things, mm-hmm. right? So then you have to try to figure out. You know, oh man, I want to, I want to, all three of those things slap. I'm looking more on the Yeats column to give you like three negative things. Right. But, you know, based on some of the people whose uh, panties we've twisted up in the last couple weeks, <laughs> I'm like, oh, if I bring that up, then someone else is going to get mad. Well, you know, it doesn't matter. If they, if they get mad, they get mad. Like that's, yeah. We can't, we can't change our opinion yeah. or on something like that based on, you know, like literally everything would, yeah. You know, all right. Ups- upset somebody. Oh, ooh, yes. At some point. Um. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I don't have anything sick. really to say about this. I just thought this was, you know, interesting. You know, because you know, we said that we made like sort of a little comment last time about Twitter. Yeah. You know, and how you know, I, I, I think both of us are just trying to sort of step away. And just, you know, use Twitter as a promotional tool for the show, but we're not really hanging out on there anymore. And barely even that. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Uh, I saw yesterday that, um, you know, and I hope I, you know, I don't think this is delving into, you know, 
anything political or I don't see anything political about it anyway. But uh, it's just more of like, at least in my opinion, how uh, Elon Musk is ruining Twitter. Um, Yeah, he you know, he's charging now if you want access to the Twitter API and you're a business, it's like fifty thousand dollars a month. And really, so he like took that away, and that's why I stopped using the um, the apps on the phone. Yeah, on my phone. Yeah, and that was like the main place I I checked for. I checked Twitter. It was like using my phone. So he's charging like how much? I, it was was it free before? I think it was. Yeah, because I okay. mean, if you think about it, like Twitter doesn't create like anything, right? No social media platform. I'm not picking on Twitter. Like YouTube doesn't create anything. Instagram, right? They've set up the right. framework. And then all of the con I hate the word content, but all of the content is user yeah. generated. Right. And so, yeah, like, yeah, w- you know, why do you want to charge people to create, you know, the content that people are there to see? Right. Like Twitter right. makes money off of advertising. And if they're not making enough money, then fine. You know, if you got to absolutely change something, yeah. change something. But um, anyway, I just thought it was it's just like one more thing where, like, uh, I guess the New York it, the article said it was the New York City Transport Authority. I thought it was the Transit Authority, but in either case... Yeah, I thought it was a Transit... I'm pretty sure it is. That's why I looked at that. I'm like, why are you calling it Trans... Maybe they changed the name, but yeah, I always thought it was Transit Authority, but uh, hmm. or maybe it definitely was. Maybe they changed it. But uh, anyway, they use Twitter to uh, sort of disseminate information about... Mm-hmm. you know like the subways like oh this line is running late oh, or, yeah. or you know yep. this list line broke down they were using twitter as a means of communicating with the public and right. uh, they came out like yesterday or day before yesterday and said they're not going to do that anymore because that was all done with some kind of automated system they had that requires access to that api and now twitter wants right. fifty thousand dollars a month to have access to that and so they're like well we're not doing that anymore so yeah, I mean that's so curious because who is gonna what business is gonna go for that? I mean that's that's what I say. I mean I even saw like I don't know if you've seen this like you know because I still I'd say like every day or two I just log on to Twitter just to see like is anybody trying to talk to me or whatever. Nope, I'm gone. Yeah, and I noticed like this notification popped up that was talking about uh, verification for mm-hmm. you know i don't know i, I guess my because i have it my my twitter account is like a professional account or whatever you know like you can yeah, set yeah. it and so it's saying something about like oh you know you know verification blah 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 and i was just like what is this you know and i clicked on it and because i have a professional account it was offering me the opportunity to you know verify my account you know not not blue check like twitter blue but actually verify my account uh yeah. for a thousand dollars a month <laughs> Like who? I don't know. Who who is going to be like making that much money yeah. and like care that much about it? Yeah. I mean, the reason it, it was so useful is because it was generally free. What you mean the, the verification? Yeah, Twitter, just in oh, general. Twitter, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's free in the sense that like you are the content, right? Like yeah, everybody is right. It's no different than like yeah. YouTube, right? Hmm. And like yeah. what what he's doing over there would be no different than if like YouTube came out and just said, you know what, uh, you know, you're gonna have to start paying us fifty dollars every time you want to upload, or if you want to have an account where you upload videos, uh, you're gonna have to pay us like a thousand dollars a month, you know? Right. Like especially considering you know like we get 
a lot of views when we upload stuff. So like they could make the case that like, listen, you're using a lot of our bandwidth. So, yeah. right. But if they ever did that, there'd be like a mass exodus from YouTube. Like, well, of course I'm not doing that. Right. Right. And I feel like with this whole Twitter situation, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for who bought it, like this would be a much less uncomfortable conversation to have because it's like, if it was just like, the powers that be at Twitter making bad business decisions, then it wouldn't be a touchy subject. But, you know, because of who bought right. it and sort of the fact that he's a polarizing figure, like yeah. now we're going to get more comments down in the, you know, you know, from people yes. who are like, Ooh, you know. Yeah. It's just interesting because I, I think back to like, there was a point and I'm sure I, I assume that you probably felt this way too, where it seemed like he, he had, he was able to present himself as, you know, like being much like much better at what he does than he is yeah. doing now, I guess. Yes. You know, there's a reason why he's like, oh, he's the real life Tony Stark. Yeah. Like there's a reason why those that uh like that exists. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. he is, you know, cultivated and like developed over like a long time, I guess. And yeah. Now you kind of just see him flailing and, you know, putting uh, all this stuff out there where it's just like it's either a horrible decision or uh, just whatever he decides to do that day. Yeah. Yeah. So but. I don't know. It's just right now TweetDeck still works on my uh, like the I use this app called Shift. Uh-huh. Which is is an is a centralized app, but you can load in anything that uses like web based interfaces, so you can have it all in one window. So I use it for like uh, like my both my email accounts are on there, and uh, Discord has a web version which is on there, and uh, Twitter TweetDeck still works for Twitter on there. Yeah, and that's basically if I just think about like oh I should just look at Twitter because all I do is look at you know like the um, at my ats, you know, or right. like I have a search for like MLIG and a search for like my life in gaming just to see what people, if people, if, if people are mentioning us without tagging us. Oh, I, I guess. see. For see, I don't even reason. want to know that. It never really occurred to me to do that just because like, I don't, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, most, most people, like most of the stuff in the MLIG uh, is like, like worthless because... MLIG, a lot of people will put that as, you know, for a, a short way of saying my life is good. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah. I know there's life is good because they make like yeah, t-shirts that's, that's, and whatnot. But there's, that's, I think that's what LG, like, like TVs and stuff like that. Like that's basically what well, they. Well, that, they, that's like. They've co-opted it. I don't like, I don't like, like this term because it's usually used by like fandom people, but. um LG stands for Lucky Gold Star because, like, LG is is just Gold Star, like the, the company that's oh, been around forever. Okay. So and they just they just kind of co opt. They kind of like retconned. That's the word I was going to say. I don't like retconned. Uh, like, oh, it right. stands for like life is good. I'm like, all right, whatever you say. I mean, LG makes good stuff. You can you can say LG stands for whatever you want because uh, yeah. I but my washer like, and dryer are LG and uh, they've been yeah. quite solid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey. Uh, let me ask you a quick... Oh, go ahead. Well, I, was, I got a quick question for you. Did you know that uh, in New York City's war on crime, 
the worst criminal offenders are pursued by the detectives of the major K squad. I don't know if you knew that. I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, I mean, I've, I've, I assumed that would be the case. Yeah. You know, I've been, uh, for somebody that doesn't own a TV anymore, I've been watching I watch a lot of TV lately. <laughs> I've been binging, like, Law and Order Criminal Intent is like one of my favorite shows. But yeah, and that's that's a show that you can just drop in and yeah. just watch oh, the episode, yeah. and it's fine. But isn't there there is some sort of like overarching? They kind of brought one in later, kind of like the X Files did, you know, where yeah. it's like, well, now we have to have like this sort of plot line or you know story in the personal yeah. lives of you know whoever. But uh, I just like that you know Vincent D'Onofrio guy, and yeah. so because you know they had the other, I guess he didn't want to have to work as much. Because it was oh, like what was his name? Exhausting. So they had the other guy from like, uh, I mean, the character is Mike Logan, but I can't remember. Oh, Chris Chris Noth. Is it Noth or Noth? Yes. It's N O T H. I don't yeah. even know how you would. The the guy from Sex and the City that is like yeah, now Mr. Big blacklisted. Yeah. Wait, he's blacklisted. Big. Oh, did he get me too'd? Yeah. He seems uh, like, like he right would. after. So, you know, like I, I, I liked I, I liked and enjoyed the uh, the Sex and the City show. Yeah. And they had a revival last year called um, uh, And Just Like That, where okay. it was just like kind of catching up with the characters. Yeah. And he like dies like at the end of the first episode. Wow. Like they're like married yeah. and, um, you know, because they got married in the at the end of the first movie. Okay. I haven't seen any and, of the movies, I don't think. Okay. I, I mean, I think, think the first movie is pretty good. Okay. You know, like I, I like the first movie. It's the second movie is just is ridiculous and stupid. Yeah. And I have no idea. Like they, I think that they regret making the second movie. Oh, all right. They probably don't regret uh, the money that they made. Well, probably not. But I think that they had plenty at the time. But, it, but it, that it was so bad that it basically like killed the brand for wow a number of years. And then they brought it back, and you know, like and then big like has a heart attack and dies. Yeah. Like at the end of the first episode. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, but so when that happened, it happened because he, uh, in in the show, he was like riding on a Peloton bike, and he like dies after like working out on the Peloton bike, and it, people were talking about it, and immediately they were like, Peloton was like, oh, this is like big for our brand, so like let's let's make a a commercial like based around this. So they got him to do it, and they shot it, and like immediately after he got me to, and basically. Like he went from like being like a big deal because of this whole Peloton deal yeah. to being like, oh, we can't actually like make this commercial now. Like we shot it. And Why would you think it like was that. a good idea to make that commercial though? Like, I don't know because like people our were bikes talking are about so it. So hardcore, think, we killed Mister Big. Like I don't. That's not like a selling point. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But I think that you know it. It was just getting. It got them a lot more attention than they had than they had had for a little while. Yeah. And they were able to spin it, and like I think they were going to spin it in a good way. Uh, but like after they shot it, it, it never went to air because like, yeah, it turned out that he's like a creep, and you know that's not too hard to, I guess, assume based on like is it you know like, I I feel like most, I, I'm saying a most like most actors probably that age are probably like at least have done creepy or bad stuff. Uh, I, I mean, I don't 
Except for like Tom Hanks, probably. Let's hope not. I feel like Tom Hanks. Is Although you would have said the same thing at one point in history about Bill Cosby. So that's true. You know, if, if, Tom, if, if it turned out Tom Hanks was some sort of, you know, what that would be, sexual that would be uh, like, predator, it would be the same level, I feel like, of weight that. Yes. Like it's been so long, I think people forget, you know, but like for that to come out about Bill Cosby was like, whoa. Mm hmm. Yeah, and it's it's really really sad. But I I think for Cosby, it seemed to be like some sort of weird like kind of open secret among yeah. people yeah. in the know. Yeah. But I mean, like I, like, I don't even know. Right? Like I I would feel really upset. Yeah. If if it turned out that Tom Hanks for sure was was crappy. So it's funny what you said about. Um, it just reminded me of this when you said that they regretted making that movie, and I, I don't know why that made this pop into my head. I don't know if you've ever seen or heard this i think it was jaw which there was the one jaws movie that was really stupid that had michael kane in it uh it's jaws four that's what i thought jaws four the revenge yeah i thought it was four but anyway there's this quote from michael kane where he says like i've never seen the movie but i saw the house (laughs) that it paid for and it's fabulous i was like that was i appreciate that level of honesty just like yeah i did that one for the money yes but if michael kane if it destroy, if it ruined his career, well, yes. basically, and you know, I don't I, think I feel was, like uh, that he probably wouldn't be like that, like thrilled about it. Yeah. Would you? You would say? Would you say? Would you say? Here's my question for you: Would you say that Dirty Rotten Scoundrels was Michael Caine's greatest movie? I've never seen the whole thing, so <gasps> I, I mean, I know it's horrible Whoa. to say that. Well, that's like that's on one of those levels where I don't think it's horrible. It's just like, oh, man, now you can go watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels because you can watch that with your kids, too. Like, that's not right. It's not like it's rated R or anything. So that's that's one of those things that, you know, I feel weird about, like, admitting it. But (laughs) so these last couple of weeks when I have a little bit of like free time, I've been playing through Doom on on the Switch. Okay. And Wait, which, one of the like reasons I'm Doom doing that. What are you talking about? Like new Doom? The, the first Doom. Original Doom. Yes. Okay. You know, like ported to the Switch. Yeah. And it, you know, plays very good. Uh, plays but the very reason well. I was thinking of Yes, it plays very well. Yeah. But the reason I was thinking about it is so a couple of years back, Tim Rogers uh, Action Button uh yes. did uh a video on Doom. Okay. On Action Button? Yeah, on his YouTube channel. Hang on one second. Always no, you cannot be on the podcast. You can come here and say hi if you want to really quick. You want to come and say hi? There you go. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh. Oh, she can't hear me. Hi, how are you? Hi. Happy Saturday. Good. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go on a run. He told me that. You're running now. That's crazy. Are you using the... Um... I am, yeah. I was going to ask about that mug. What's on What's on his mug? A little bit. It's um. You talk close the to the record mic. store place. Oh, uh, it's did... a record store place called it's a Jet Age. Jet Age Records, located at eight seventeenth, eight seventeen Monmouth Street. Oh yeah, in Newport, Kentucky. They're really nice. Yeah. Did you get anything? My, um, my dad did. Oh, hey, are you still listening to that? Uh, your dad told me that he gave you an iPod. With a bunch of music yeah. on it, are you still are you still jamming out to that? Yeah, that's I'm awesome. I'm about to bring it on my run. Oh, that's good. 
What uh, are there any songs you've heard on there lately that you especially like? Hmm. Borderline by Madonna. Oh, that's a very good song. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I listen to this podcast. Really? All right. Well, mm-hmm. I'll, I'm going to apologize to you on behalf of your dad. Sometimes he uses uh, like cuss words on the show, which I don't care yeah. for. You know, I always try to keep it clean for the kids, you know. I'll try to stay on him about that and make sure he doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> I, I can't I hear him. I so... liked cats. <laughs> what? Of course I do. Yeah, well, why did they? Why did you call them the A word? Because they kind of are. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. That doesn't make me like them any less. I don't think that's true. I think if you call anything the A word, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. I it's bad if you call something the A word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that that was the episode that you listened to, right? You listened to it in the car, and yeah. you said, "Oh, you you were." I was swearing maybe a little bit more than I normally do on that one. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah, yeah you should you should tell him that he should try to stop doing that. Because my mom was listening to it, and then I decided to do it. Yeah. Because she thought I wasn't listening because I was on my iPad. Yeah. And she was but listening that's, to that's it. That's her secret is she always pretends like she's not listening. And she's not listening when we're not saying anything juicy or when we're talking directly to her, she's not listening. Yeah. But when we're talking about something, just just my wife and I are talking about. Yeah. Then she's always listening. Well, that just makes I'm her smart. Listening. Yeah, you should except always be listening. The, except for when they ask me to do something that I don't want to do. Yeah, then you pretend you can't hear, yeah. Which is like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know what you do when they when they when they ask you to do something, uh, just do a really bad job, and then they'll stop asking you to do it. You know, like if they ask you to take out the garbage, like make sure you drop half the garbage on the ground on the way out. You know, and then they'll just they'll figure it out that like oh you know it's easier if we just do it ourselves. They only make me clean my room, and if I clean my room and I do a bad job, then it'll just affect me. What happens if you don't do a good job? Well, they they just tell me to do it later. Oh, And then if I do a bad job, then I'm just going to have to do it again, and then it will affect me and my room. That's true. So you could say that if you just do it correctly the first time, you're better off. Yeah. Yeah. You good? All right. Yeah. Can you say thanks? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> all right. We talked this about has been uh, bad parenting techniques with uh, with. Oh, not at all. Me, but right? we we did talk about our mutual concern about. Uh, the language that you sometimes use on this show. So I know, and that, that was that's the only time that I feel like I oh, used it. It's probably just that specific episode. That's uh, absolutely not true. <laughs> but you know, I'm not I'm not going too crazy with it. No, no. I'm not dropping like f bombs here and there. No. All right, where were we at before? I forgot. Uh, Doom. Tim Rogers and oh, Doom. Oh, yes. Uh, so in that video, he talks about how for the longest time he was a quote-unquote doom poser. What does that mean? Where 
it means that, you know, I think so many people played and talked about Doom that very, like, you know, people would say, oh, yeah, I played Doom, even though they've never played, like, all the way through it. Like, maybe they've just played a couple of levels or yeah. they've, like, played, uh, like, the shareware version. Yeah. And uh, I realized that, yes, that, 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 I, that I am a Doom poser. Yeah. That I never played all the way through the entire Well, I think I'm a Doom poser. Doom poser then too. Yeah. But I, I but the, you feel like that it's not something that you would say very often, I guess. You wouldn't say like, "Oh, no, I haven't played all the, I haven't played played Doom like yeah. all the way through." Yeah. You know, cuz I just I feel like people that were there when it came out and you you know how big of a deal it, it is. I mean, most people who were into it probably played all the way through it. But then there's people that, you know, that didn't. Oh. <laughs> but they would never, like, openly admit it. I mean, I, think I don't, just one I don't of those think games... anybody's ever really asked me, like, hey, have you ever actually beaten Doom? I just, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it's just like when Doom came out, my computer really struggled with it. You know, like I had to mm-hmm. shrink the the screen or the, the little window down too much to play it and have it run decently. And so it just like mm-hmm. I played, like I thought it was cool, but it's just like, you know, it made it a lot less of an enjoyable experience, you know? And so then like, yes. And by the time I got a computer that I could really like game on doom was like old news. Right. You know, but I mean, I've gone but back I mean, over the years and played doom many times, but I, I really, I've really never sat down and said like, I'm going to beat doom and maybe I should. Yeah. But I mean, that's you know, it's one of those super important games that I think that you know people probably, I guess maybe should. But I never had either, so I decided, you know, like I'm, I'm gonna play all the way through Doom. It, it can be like on a modern platform, just so that I can say that I've, you know, experienced all of the levels. Yeah. That, and you know, I think that that got me thinking about okay, so what are a couple of other things that that I would never openly admit that I hadn't seen. Well, I mean, you I just admitted experience. you haven't seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That's exactly. already pretty bad. Exactly, but I mean, bad. I thought about it for a second. I thought like, oh, I don't know if I should, like, is it embarrassing that I haven't said this? And the, another one would probably be like, uh, in in terms of movies that I haven't seen that I feel like I am. <laughs> I'm listening. Go ahead. There's a little imperfection in my windscreen. All right. Uh, is uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. What? Like, I haven't, I haven't seen the whole thing. And you know, like that's like, am I? Am, but I would never openly admit it, except for I'm doing it right now. You should so be that watching that as a family, like every Thanksgiving. How many I Thanksgiving understand. movies are there? Like one. Okay, I I understand. Wow. But that is there anything that, that was like you would John feel? Candy's cr- greatest performance? Do you not like John Candy? With how can you? <laughs> I like uh, you know, like I think so. Summer rental isn't. The, uh, the greatest, his greatest performance. No, it's fine. It's good. I mean, there's plenty, you know, great outdoors, great, you know, I mean, and mm-hmm. when has John Candy ever not been great? But, you know. Right. I think that. When was You know, planes, trains, and automobiles, like there was a, he's, you know, he really ran the spectrum as far as like, you know, showing off his acting chops. Yeah. You know. But I, is there anything that you would feel similar about? Are you like, you know, a, like a, you would never admit that you. Well, I don't I mean, have not a, that you would never admit yeah. it, but I mean, is it? Do you like where you struggle for a second thinking like, oh, should I just like admit that I have never seen this? I don't struggle with that at all. Okay, 
But I also will freely admit there's movies. Okay, I haven't seen that, but I should. You know. Yeah. Especially like a lot of yeah. there's like a lot of classic movies. You know that I've never. Yeah, yeah. Especially Christmas. People get more upset with me probably about Christmas movies. Because there's like a lot of Christmas movies I haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah. I, same here. Same here. Yeah. But I mean, I am horrified that you haven't seen either of those movies. I, I, uh, I know. I know. Hang on. So my daughter's God, going on a run, heck? and we are are experimenting with air tags. Like, oh, you're gonna she, slap she an air tag on your kid so she can. Well, she has a whistle. What like does that she do? Gets in trouble. Oh well, that's good because but... if she's going down to the park, she has a whistle that she can like. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Can whistle out with it, right? Yeah. But I'm putting an air tag on it. And air tags, I think, only work if there's like, like other phones nearby. I guess for it I don't, to like bounce its I'm signal. really not clear on how air tags work. Yeah, and I thought I, I'm not it sure if it's going to work. Okay, but no, that's a very. How old is your daughter? Uh, she's 11. Oh, all right. I mean, that's pretty old. I mean, by the time I was 11, I was certainly going off on my own and doing stuff. But you know, if, oh yeah, if you can I mean, throw an air here, tag but... on her, then obviously you should. Well, I mean, I just want like just just it's just on the whistle, you know. So I don't. I'm not air tagging her. I'm just air tagging the item with her. Don't you think it'd be better uh, to it's just... air tag her? What? Well, don't you think it'd be better to for her to have it? Probably. Like, where's but the whistle? I, I... Is it just in, in her pocket? Yes. So you should like put a, a air tag like on a chain or something that she can just put under. Her I, well, shirt. actually, I think the whistle might be around her neck. Oh, all right. Well, I think that's okay then. Yeah. All right. Uh. I mean, it's just good. And she's just going down to the park yeah, and everything. And this, to be completely fair, this is like the first time that she's like ever done this. Yeah. So I, you know, we want to give her like the freedom to do it. Yeah. It's just that I think that she's starting to really show that initiative of like, oh, I want to kind of go and, you know. Yeah. I get it. You know, she can take the dog for the walk, for a walk, like there by herself go. if she wanted to. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, you said that you'd never, you were out and exploring and doing everything like at that same age and so was I you know I was yeah. going out into the yeah. the backyard and like there's like woods and we just get like lost all day long yeah and like and our parents just never never thought about it really. yeah or didn't really nothing. know where you were yeah yeah and that was just normal at that time yeah yeah but you know I I think that things are a little bit different oh for sure these days so so I feel I mean can you imagine you that know, if I said hey Corey where's your kid right now and you're like I don't know I was like I'm I don't know. That sounds awful, yeah. but that's how we all were raised, you know? It was just like, yeah. I don't know, her curfew is 5 p.m., so we'll find out where she was when she comes home at 5 p.m. Exactly. That's how it was and if for somebody, me. And know? if she got hurt, then you'd, like, hear from somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, <laughs> it, it makes you wonder if, because we were raised like that, and we're kind of like, I can't believe that our parents were that nonchalant about it, that's crazy. Yeah. And you know, and you know what you got into. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. made us like overcorrect in the other other direction. Well, that's what I think it is. It's like a response yeah. to the way our boomer parents raised us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for hmm. sure. So speaking, so, speaking of me too. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I, I, I don't think you heard me, but I mentioned Harvey Weinstein. But um, last night I watched. Uh, not that I hadn't seen it before. But I watched mm-hmm. Clerks too. Oh, okay. I don't even know why. I just like. I think I had, was like. Had you on, never seen it before? I I literally just said I've seen it before. Oh. Are you? Are your headphones <laughs> working okay? Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, no, no. I'm just kidding. Um. No, but so I just I don't know. I hadn't seen it probably since I probably saw it like right when it came out on home video, mm-hmm. 
and that was in like okay. 2006 or something. It was a long time ago. Yeah. And I hadn't seen it since, and I don't know why. I think I was like on the Apple TV app, and it was just like, oh, mm-hmm. you want to watch Clerks too? And I was like, yeah, all right. And um, I, I was just, the only reason I was bringing it up is I just thought it was funny because I'd forgotten about this whole scene where uh, like Randall goes off on this diatribe uh, about the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yes. Because I was listening to that, and I was like, Jesus, that sounds like exactly what I was saying, you know. <laughs> But it's not like I was trying to, you know, quote the movie. I completely forgot about that, you know? Yeah. But he was making the same argument that I was making. So yeah. I just thought it was funny. But I also say this. Aside from the donkey show, which I think was just unnecessarily over the top. Yeah. And I don't mean it in a way like, oh, that's offensive. Right? I didn't think it was funny. It was just kind of like... I don't know. It's it was just too much. It 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 yeah. seemed too. Uh, it seemed out of place to me because other than that, I think that's a really good movie. Like mm-hmm. outside of that, and I think that I think if that whole scene was removed or changed to something a little bit more believable and yeah. like like just not gross for the sake of being gross, yeah, yeah, it would have been that it would have you know brought the movie home in a way yeah. that. And like, it, I, mean, I can't, didn't have leading up to that. Uh, what was that? The guy, uh, Jason, isn't it Jason Muse that plays Jay? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was his best performance. Yeah. You know, I, it was just, it was a very good movie, I thought. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Aside from the donkey thing, which, again, it's like, it's not like it bothered me, but it was kind of like, eh, this doesn't really need to be here it, it, so much. It feels, it, it just, it felt, it was, it was too much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, he was trying to just make a like as gross and so out there yeah. as possible. And I think part and of it, just, it part of it too work. is just like you know because I watched Clerks three a few weeks ago. That, mm-hmm. That's what I watched, right? It was Clerks three. Yeah. Um, it kind of helped highlight how bad that movie was because you watch Clerks two. Because I I, I, it's, I it's, forgot really even the plot of Clerks two, you know, and so you watch it and then, you know, I'm assuming that they had to kill off the character of Dante's wife, because probably Rosario Dawson at this point in her career is like, I'm not doing another Kevin Smith movie, right? I mean... Well, I, I think it was probably just, it was hard for her to schedule it, probably. Uh, but, I mean, she still shows up in it. You know, she's still a good sport about it. I just oh, think yeah, yeah, but it's a lot easier to, to do a, a cameo where you're probably only there for one day of shooting, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it's no different but than, it's, like, it's, you know, Ben Affleck. Like, Ben Affleck is in Clerks 2 for, like, 15 seconds. Yeah. Which seems more like, you know, he just wants to do something for his friend. Right. Well, I think that's what a lot of these, a lot of those, uh, yeah, you know, uh, but any, cameos are about. Yeah. Same thing with uh, with Jason Lee. Yeah, but that was, like, bad, I thought. Yeah. In Clerks 2. It was like, you know, if you're going to have Jason Lee come back, like have him play like Banky or something or or um, what's his face from Mallrats? Brody. Brody, yeah. Brody Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we don't need to keep talking about Kevin Smith. It's just I happened to watch that last night. I see. Uh, hey, but you know what else I happened to watch uh, two nights ago? I don't know if you've ever seen. I don't know how I made it to 45 years old and I'd never seen an episode of Columbo. Oh, you know what? What? I I watched the the first episode of that fairly recently too. Yeah. Um, Did you watch the first one, or you just like pick one? No, because here's what happened. I was on Reddit, you know, Reddit, and yeah. um, 
it was in a completely unrelated, like somebody had posted something about like, uh, you know, uh, at Trader Joe's, they sell that Charles Shaw wine. That everybody calls two buck mm-hmm. Chuck, you know? Yeah. It, it was like one of these today I learned posts, like somebody, I, I guess, just found out about two buck Chuck. And I was reading through some of the comments because, you know, you had like some wine snobs coming out and whatnot. And, yeah. And somebody just happened to comment that, you know, kind of talking about wine snobbery that like, oh, my favorite episode of Columbo was this one episode where, you know, he named it the name of an actor I've never heard of plays like this wine snob. And it's like my favorite episode. I've seen it like a hundred times. <laughs> and I'm like laying there and I'm like, I'm really not doing anything. And I've never seen Columbo. And I kind of feel like I should. Like, how do you never, yeah. you know, if you don't like it, fine. But at least, especially since, you know, we talked about previously, I was watching some Streets of San Francisco and Rockford Files. So it's like, if you want to watch mm-hmm. some 70s era, you know, cop type shows. Right. Then like, how can you not watch? Clum- so anyway, so I loaded up, I watched an episode of Columbo and uh, it was pretty good. Although I kind of felt like the guy that was like, oh, you know, like, you know, blobbity Stevenson, Johansson, whatever plays this wine snob or whatever. Um, what stuck out to me is that, uh, what's his name? George Gaines, I think like he was, um, he was punky Brewster's like adopted father. And then he was commandant Eric Lassard in all of the the police Academy movies. He has like a, a one little scene in, uh, in that episode of Columbo, which, you know, and then of course he's like 10 years younger, but it's like, you could instantly tell who he's got that voice. Yeah. But he was doing a fake French accent too. He had like a little like seventies Frenchman mustache, and he's doing like this little act. I don't know. It was just like, oh, it's George. George. I think his name's George Gaines. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like you know, <laughs> I got a couple a couple of little things that jump off on this. Uh, so I I, I watched Columbo because um, there's on, on Peacock. Oh, that's where on, I watched the, it too. I, I hopped on the cock. Yeah. You hopped on the cock. You should. The reason I think that it's kind of had a little bit of resurgence is because on on Peacock is this show called Poker Face, which uh, you should watch if you get a chance. I'm it's not, basically like a I'm not that big like of a, a modern... Lady Gaga fan. No, she's not. It's, no, it's, I'm just joking. It's, uh, I, I understand. I know. And that song is not in and it. And also, but, I think uh, Lady Gaga is badass, so I don't want to say I'm not a fan. Yes. I was here. just making a joke. Uh, but this has uh, Natasha Leone in it. I'm not sure if Oh, you... from American Pie? Yes. And she's been in a bunch of other I things. I she like she OD'd like and died. No, she had a kind of some up and downs for a while there. Uh, my my roommate when I lived in New York, like apparently did coke with her. Oh, nice! <laughs> One time well, I'm, ha- at, I'm glad to hear that she's gotten herself together and is acting. Yeah, That's yeah, good for it, her. she she has. She was in a really good show on Netflix called uh, Russian Doll. It was it's like a kind of a time loop show where mm-hmm. this person is like reliving this a night uh-huh. over and over again. So like Groundhog and dies day. and. Yes, okay. but you know she always wakes up like in the middle of this party, and she is figuring it out. Okay. Uh, and but this show Poker Face is basically like Columbo, but with her, and it's very very good. It has a bunch of like every episode is self contained. Yeah. And Poker but it has kind of it has right. in the background it has a ar- overarching story because she's on on the run from somebody. Yeah. And her ability that she talks about is she has this ability to know whenever somebody is lying. Oh. So she, if she knows that somebody is lying about something, she's automatically like, oh, that's bullshit. But I mean, that's kind of like a cheat she, code for being a detective. 
Uh, yeah, you're but lying. She's not, she's, but she's not a detective. Oh, what is she? She's just like, she made a bunch of money she's uh, like a busy working at a casino. Okay. And then she got caught. Okay. And then she got caught up in another thing. So she's on the run from like this big casino, uh, like mobster type guy. Okay. And she, but she's she, she's on the run and she just like goes from like job, like odd job to odd job, like across the- Oh, all right. The U.S. and she always like finds herself in these situations where somebody gets killed or something happens and like murder. The, the, she the wrote. Yes, yeah. but the interesting thing about it is that you, as the viewer, like she doesn't show up until probably like twenty five percent of the way through each episode. Sure, and you see oh, and that's you like know, Columbo get then. It. Yeah, yeah, that's just like Columbo. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's inspired by that. It's like a. Um, so basically, you know who already committed the crime. Yeah. And you're basically just watching as she figures it out. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's, there's 10 episodes and each one is about a different thing. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's really worth watching. And, and I don't think it would work if it was with anybody else. Like yeah. she's just that good oh, all right. in it. And is, you know, like there's one where she's traveling with a, uh, like a one hit wonder rock band and they hire like a, a drummer. Who like writes this incredible song? Yeah, and you know, like everybody else in the band is like kind of washed up, and they like kill him and steal the song from him. Oh my god! <laughs> it's 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 good. It's 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 well worth watching, and it, I don't think it would be nearly as good if it was with anybody else. Yeah, but after we finished that, it automatically started playing Columbo, like oh, the nice. first episode of Columbo. Yeah, and you know, Columbo is it's much. <laughs> Much more uh, glacial, glacially paced, glacially paced. It's just yeah. like a lot slower, just in general. You know, that's the record label uh, uh, that Isaac Brock owns. Like Modest Mouse records all come out on glacial pace records. Oh, really? Yeah. I, di- I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, no, that sounds cool. I should check it out. I, I just thought it was funny, you know, because, yeah, you're right. It's inter- It's like a different format where, like, you see the guy kill the guy right at the beginning. And then it's like, oh, how like Columbo figures it out, but you know that that shows like fifty years old or something. And, and you know, I I watch that like straight off the back of watching a bunch of episodes of Law and Order: Criminal Intent, which is like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's not the same format in that you don't see who killed who at the beginning. You're kind of having it unfold in front of you, but you know, like Vincent D'Onofrio's character is like this weird like Sherlock Holmes style like genius, but also is like you know knows a lot about psychology and so. Yeah, you know, it's like he's figuring stuff out that like you would like. Wow, it's you know that guy's pretty smart, you know. But I, I watched the episode of Columbo, and it's like the guy that killed the other guy just made a couple of really stupid mistakes. Yes, that made it like pretty obvious. And so the idea that like Columbo is some kind of like crazy genius is like well, not based on the episode I watched, but but it's probably more realistic though because I mean most criminals who get caught get caught because they're they're stupid. So, yeah, but I mean, I don't even care. Like the show was really good and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll probably watch more Columbo later. I noticed um, I looked on archive.org and like mm-hmm. somebody uploaded like Blu-ray rips of like the entire series. <laughs> but then like, how many seasons is that? It's got to be a lot. It's of like seasons, seven or right? eight, but there wasn't that many episodes per season because I think Columbo episodes are like two hours long. But oh really? Okay. Uh, you know, but like if you downloaded it, it's like each episode is like three three gigabytes or something. Oh okay. Well, yeah. you, you can just hop on the cock and stream it. Yeah, but then there's commercials. 
Although not very many. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, did you know, you probably didn't even know this, but did you know that you're listening to episode 27 <laughs> of Here's My Question for You? I also don't have anything good for the number 27. In fact, I can't really think of anything coming up yeah. in the near future where I'm going to have anything. 20, 27, you know? I got nothing. Yeah. I graduated from college when I was 27. It's kind of a late bloomer. <laughs> I can't think of anything 27. You know, I'm very glad that I didn't graduate from college until I was 27. You know, I got to do a little bit of, I'm not going to say I got to do a little bit of living. It's not like I got to travel the world or, you know, mm -hmm. go sow my wild oats, as they say. But I mean, you know, like I graduated from high school. I just worked for a while, went to school part time for a while and just kind of like, you know, got to kind of chill out a little bit. You know, yeah, like and, you know, figure out your life. What do you wanted to do? You well, probably did better in school because of it. Well, I did pretty bad in school, but uh, I no, mean, but, in college, you did bad in college. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Um. No, but I, you know, a lot of the people that I work around, you know, they're the kinds of people that got you know straight A's in high school, went straight to university, you know, graduated at twenty two with a four and then went straight to grad school. You know, and, and graduated at like, you know, 27 with their Ph.D. And, you know, they're really not. A lot of times not very interesting people, you know, it's like because right. you've really just you've been in school your entire life and you haven't really gone in. You know, you don't have any cool stories about, <laughs> you know, working odd jobs when you were young and, you know, getting into trouble a little bit and living life a little bit, you know. Yeah. Which is why, you know, it's these same people. It's like, you know, you want to you want to go to work. It's like, oh, did you watch the game last night? Oh, I don't watch sports ball. You know, <laughs> like, oh, you yeah. play any video games lately? Oh, I don't play video games. You know? Yeah, that's for that's for immature children. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I try to have like balance in my life. You know, it's like, OK, yeah. you know, let's try to, you know, read books and listen to music. But, you know, hey, I'm still going to have some beer and, and watch the game and go play some video games and be a normal average adult, you know, instead yeah. of, you know, like, you know, the movie idiocracy, you know, yeah. the beginning of idiocracy where there's like that couple mm -hmm. that never had kids. Yeah. Like that's the kind of people I spend way too much time around. What? what like there is a whole thing happening recently about, uh, <sighs> It might have been like on Instagram or something like that, where it's the uh, like hashtag hashtag dink. It's like oh yeah, for dual, double, dual double income, income no, no kids. kids. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, you think that to like make a big deal about that so it comes off as yeah, uh, yeah. People, people obnoxious. who yes, people who want to talk about that, like oh, I have so much extra money because I don't have kids, or like uh, you know, like on Reddit, there's a subreddit called Child Free. Yeah. And it's so toxic in there. Like I, when I first got on Reddit like 10 years ago, I found that and I was like, oh, cool. It's like, a, you know, because I, I wasn't wise about what Reddit's really like, you know, especially if you go into the wrong subreddits. And so I just thought like, oh, cool. Here's like a community of like minded people. And then you get in there and it's like just a bunch of like child hating, parent hating, <laughs> like toxic people. And you're like, oh, never mind. You just sort of close the door, you know. Right. But a lot of people get that way, you know, like I like kids and, and you oh, know, I, I respect know. parents, but 
What? Dude, I is that was not what? Is that not charging? What? It looks fine. Man, why is my Why is it always my something? Camera's gonna die. What it's like it's F? it's flashing like it's gonna die. Well, you I gotta better it in. do something, pal. I'm I'm trying. I feel like you should have to edit the show this week because like you're just causing a lot of problems. I, n- I don't mean to. I just, I think what just happened is that my uh, the plug wasn't all the way in. Okay. So hopefully it's okay. Well, we'll see. No. But I mean, you could just leave all that stuff in there. I think that's fine. Well, we just had like 30 seconds of dead air because I didn't have I don't have anything I want to talk about that I didn't want you to hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'll I'll keep an eye on it because I just wondered why this yes. was like flashing and I, now no, it's, you have your right to be alarmed. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting a new mattress today. It's exciting. Is it is it memory foam? No. Well, yes, it's a hybrid. You know, hybrid. Yeah. Like we have a foam mattress now, and we hate it. So, what are you doing? All right. I'm just just adjusting my distance because um, now it's not the camera's not in the same place as it was. It's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, we hate it. So we did a bunch of research and whatnot, and went and tried some stuff out. And so now we're getting a hybrid mattress, which is foam, but it still has springs in it. Oh, interesting. And it's it's arriving today. So not they only got, am I getting a new they... mattress today, I get to take my old mattress to the dump today. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Because uh, we have kind of a tradition where if we have to go to the dump, because nobody wants to go to the dump, right? So if we have to go mm-hmm. over there, uh, there's a place that we go get sandwiches afterwards. So I can. Oh, heck yeah. So now I, I just associate dump trip with, hey, I get to go have a sandwich <laughs> over here. And that makes it a lot more uh, palatable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty exciting, though. I mean, is it. Yeah. You're you're not getting rid of your frame or anything. You're just gonna no 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 no. We have a nice bed, but that's I mean that's what happened is like we got rid of our our old bed was like you know a box spring and it's a normal you know mattress, and uh, but we didn't really have like a bed. It was just on one of those little metal like frames, but like there was right. no headboard or footboard. So we went and we we bought like a nice you know bed, and um, but it has like the slats, you know on it so that you don't use yeah. a mattress that has a box spring and so we just like went to Costco and just like bought like a $500 memory foam mattress without doing any research or anything we're just like oh just get this <laughs> and I think we it took us like literally years to realize that we were both uncomfortable because just neither one of us said anything like like I knew I was uncomfortable but like my wife never said anything and so I'm like well I don't really want to rock the boat because I mean because I knew the minute I said anything She'd be like, oh, we should get a new mattress. But it's like, well, if she's not uncomfortable, then, like, I don't want to be the issue. Yeah. And then, like, a month or two ago, we ended up having this. just becomes another project then. Yeah. But we ended up having this conversation where it came out that, you know, we're both highly uncomfortable. You've secretly been (laughs) miserable for years. Yeah. Yeah. And so we got this new mattress coming today. So I don't really have anything. I'm not going anywhere with that. I'm just excited. Yeah. I just I want to touch really quickly on this uh, on my my coffee mug. Yeah, I was going to ask. So is that? Oh yeah, it must be because it says Record Store Day 2023 on there. So yeah, is yeah, that we the, won this in a raffle. Well, my oh, wife dang. actually won this. Yeah, but is we this is that the to, store where you were sending me pictures of the records? Is that where you were? Yes. Yeah. Were you able to uh, pick we, up that Taylor Swift album or no? <laughs> no, but okay. apparently I was talking to the people who own Jet Age Records at eight seventeen 
Monmouth Street in Newport, Kentucky. I see. I feel like you always drop your record store name. Yeah. So now I I need to do the same. Are you, are you talking about uh, Armadillo Records at 207 F Street in downtown Davis? <laughs> nope. Oh no, nope, I'm talking about Jet H All Records. Right. Anyway, but so we went in there. You know, I I think it's fun to go out on record store day. Oh, I hate it. I call it record scalping day. But I like I was not after anything that was I didn't even know it was available. No, no, I know. But I'm saying you're fighting against the people camping out because it's like, oh, I have to go get oh, the limited edition but, this so I can turn around and sell it on Discogs. You know, I, right. I hate, well, the, and it's no, all it's all like artificial that. scarcity. I hate Record Store right. Day a lot. But, so this is, I just ahead. think it's fun because I mean we went at like four o'clock. In the, yeah. in the afternoon. Okay. So and all they that have stuff like, was go over like bands play like live in the store like all day long and stuff like that. It's just oh, like a really good cool. atmosphere. It's pretty cool. I mean, this this place is not only a record store, but it also has like a coffee shop in the back. Oh, yeah. And it's it's cool because where I used to live, it was like a block away. Yeah. And they opened shortly after we had moved into like the last house I lived in. Um, I had a whole bunch of my mom's records from when she moved out of her house and moved down to Florida. Yeah. Uh, I just like took all of her records. I went through and picked out everything that that I wanted. Yeah, or and Pat Benatar was, and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I mean, but it's it's what I think is cool about those is they all have like my mom's name written on them. Yeah. Like she wrote my her name on it, like, you know, when she was a teenager. And I think it's kind of cool. Uh, so... I just had a whole bunch of records sitting around in my in my attic at the old at the old house, which is where I had my office set up. And I was just out for a walk, and I saw this place was opening. And I walked in there, and it's it's run by three brothers, and they were just in there, you know, getting set up. I'm like, oh, you know, I got a whole bunch of records here. Uh, if you guys are like interested in them, you want to come look at them. So they they came over and they like because there's only a block away, everyone. right? So it's just easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's know. like, oh, you want to come over. You know, like not to be creepy or anything, but do you want to like come over to and look at these, and you guys can have whatever you want out of here for like super super cheap. Yeah, because I wasn't, you know, I'd rather. I I'm just like at a place now where it's like if it's going to a place like that, like I just rather. Yeah. It just goes to somebody who's going to, you know, do like do something with them. Uh. They're just like honest with their intent, I guess. <laughs> you know, yes, yeah. they're going to resell them. Yes, but you know, like I'd I'd rather help support like the local business that I want to succeed. You know. Yeah. Uh. So like they, it was because of that that you know like they became, like they like they knew me and my family like pretty well, and because we would go over all the time, and you know my son was like a baby when we were going in there, and. They had the coffee shop in back, but you know they give my kids like hot chocolate and stuff, and I grow like chocolate milk and put like a bunch of whipped cream in it. It's just and just like and give it to us for free, you know. Like it's just like really really nice. So going over there for uh, record store day, and I'm not that close anymore, so it's it's got to be a specific trip to go. And I said, oh, I want to go there because, you know, it's I haven't been there in a little while, and it'll just be fun to go and check it out. So we went in there, hung out, brought our dog, and there was like bands playing. The dog, my dog, was uh, pretty good about it, surprisingly. Um, and a lot of people in there, and we entered like a raffle, and they called a couple days later and said, "Oh, called my wife and said you won a coffee mug." 
and they have two kinds of coffee mugs, and they're it's like etched in here. It's like actually like etched oh, in. Oh wow! Well, it's so it's kind of cool. So I like this is like their bit. like logo and stuff. Yeah, uh, it's it's etched in, and and I like that it has like the record store day 2023 on there. Yeah, but I, I also I especially like the red color because I I think that in all of all of our coffee cups are either white, gray, or black. Yeah, and it's kind of nice to have a bold color like this. Yeah, gotta go bold. Uh, what did you end up? Did you end up picking up anything while you were there? Uh, did you get some records. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think I mentioned to you like via text that. Uh, well, I'm asking you for the benefit of all the people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I thought that the record store day specific things were all mixed in, so I didn't look at all that stuff that was left over until the very end. Yeah. Or that was you know exclusive for record store day. Uh, so I was just going through, and I saw they had like one copy of Pearl Jam's Vitology. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this because I feel like that's a good it's a good record to have. It's a good album, but yeah. also you know it's just it's appropriate, you know, uh-huh. for the day and the the medium, right? Yeah. So I got that, and then I ended up finding the record store day exclusive stuff, and just didn't really nothing really jumped out at me. Uh, but I did see a, a live album by the, the synthwave band The Midnight. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to get this. Yeah. And I, I'm, not a, I'm not sure how, mu- how I feel about live albums on vinyl. Because, you know, just like changing sides, it like takes you out of the whole experience of like listening to like it's true. a concert. Yeah. You know, where you can't listen to it all the way through. Yeah. That's a good I point. Guess. I mean, I so think that, those are the only things I got. I mean, that's something I think that's good about albums that had sides, you know, is that like the musician could decide, you know, I'm going to put these things on this side, these things on that side, and then you're going to have to flip it over and have a break. But yeah, when you're talking about a concert, that totally makes sense that you want to just listen to it like in one continuous thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it gives the impression of being there. Yes. But I mean, this, you know, this album has, uh, it just has like four songs on each side, so it's not even an entire show. Yeah, it's just yeah. a selection of stuff. Uh, so those are the only things I got, and it was it was nice. Yeah, but I just cool. like going there and you know being part of the atmosphere. Yeah, uh, I mean I didn't go. I always I always avoid uh, record store day. The only the to me the positive thing about record store day, uh, and this was pointed out to me by one of the purveyors of armadillo music. I think you all know where they're located. Um, is that uh, people tend like people that are into buying records tend to kind of save up their money for the couple weeks leading up to Record Store Day, and mm-hmm. so they'll get good stuff in stock that doesn't sell right away because you know people are kind of waiting. Because I, right. I mean, I forgot what it even was, but I went in there like a week and a half ago, and I was like, oh, you don't still happen to have? Oh, it was. Uh, I got the soundtrack to the Breakfast Club. That's what it was. Oh, cool. Because I had seen it. They'd posted it on Instagram. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But I, I wasn't, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to tell them to hold it for me. Just, you know, whatever. And I kind of forgot about it. And then the next time I was in there, I was flipping through the new, you know, they have like the new arrival section right. of like used vinyl. And it was still mm-hmm. in there. I was like, oh, you know, it was like 20 bucks. So, you know, it's pretty standard. And so I grabbed it. And that's when I had said, like, oh, I'm surprised this is still here. And they're like, yeah, you know, stuff's. Stuff tends to hang around more leading up to record store day because people are kind of saving their pennies for right. 
for you know that stuff. So, um, but d- the people who cool. run the record store, did they, they probably like the day, right? Because I mean, they, they make money. They... I mean, you know, they're an independent record store, so like, you know, well, yeah, any yeah, day yeah. that is going to bring in a bunch of money into the store, they're all about it. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the only thing I think that kind of sucks, and I don't, you know, I've never really talked to them, you know, because I've, you know, I've, I've kind of talked at length to the manager before, just sort of about the business, just, you know, just because I like, you know, learning about that kind of stuff. But um, I've never really talked to him about Record Store Day. I'd be really curious because this happens because, I mean, there's Record Store Day like what, like two, three times a year at least. And um, uh, no, I think it's, it was. At, at one point, is, it is used to be once a year, but now and now it's definitely more, oh, now more they often. Do it. But that's that's not cool. But they always get all this stuff that never sells because, yes. like, for at least a couple of weeks, there'll be a separate table set up with like the record crates on it, and the like. These are mm-hmm. all the RSD releases from you know, whenever yeah. that was last weekend or whatever. And you look through it, and it's like, man, I've never even heard of a lot of this stuff, or it's like. You know, it's some one hit wonder band from back in the day and then they did a special right. RSD release and it's like thirty five bucks. And it's like who's gonna nobody's gonna buy that. And I always right. kind of see that and it just makes me think that like I think these record labels are like forcing and this is just conjecture on my part, but to me it's the only explanation is like I think these record labels or record distributors are kind of forcing these shops to buy the stuff. Like, well, if you want you know, like, yeah. I mean, this year, the two things were the Taylor Swift, uh, yeah. whatever that even was. I don't even know if that it's not. I don't know. I don't know what it was. No, that's what the, and, that's what they were saying. And then the, there was the, a the, Macho Man Randy Savage album of some sort. I, I don't know anything about uh, it, but I'm saying those were the two things that were like the big deals. But oh, I, I think it's like, well, Macho Man thing. so you want to order 75 copies of that Taylor Swift thing? Well, you're going to have to order some of this other stuff, too. Yeah. Because all that's going to happen is that's going to sit on that table for a few weeks. Then it's going to go get put out, just, you know, mixed in all the rest of the new vinyl. And then a few months from now, it's going to be over in the bins with the discounted new vinyl. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's the case. I didn't hear anything about the Macho Man thing. That's. I think that I asked, was like, like, you know, that was the one where like every store maybe only got like one or two copies. See, I think uh, they were like the people that ran... That run Jet Age was were telling me that the big one was like after Taylor Swift was like the 1975 or something like that. I don't even know what that is. And they said that most record stores only got one copy of that. Yeah. And he, their situation was kind of kind of cool. Like made me made me happy because apparently people lined up for it. Yeah. And they they were supposed to get like one copy, but it didn't come in that day. It came in. They didn't get into like way later in the day. Yeah. And it was just somebody who was just in there, was looking for it, like never expected to find it probably yeah. at that time of the day. That's better. And it's like, oh, it just came in. Yeah. And then he was like able to buy it, which I think is kind of neat. No, I mean, that's the way I wish it would be because it's like, I, I just feel like when you only have, when you have a situation like that where they're only going to get one copy of something, how many yeah. of those copies ended up in the hands of fans versus flippers? 100% ended up in flippers. Hands yeah, maybe probably. not 100%, but a lot. Right, but like if you're a flipper and you know, uh, you know, because that's the way it worked. Like at the record store, it's like you line up outside. Like people yeah. start lining up the day before, and then they literally let people in. And then you know, okay, it, it, you know, to keep it from being like chaos, 
Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this person can come in and grab the things they want. The next person can come in and grab the things they want. So if you're like number one or number two in that line and you're a flipper, you know, you're well positioned. Yes. You know, and, and when they have something like the Taylor Swift thing and they say, okay, it's only one copy per person. But mm-hmm. when it's when it's something they only got one or two copies of, you know, there's nothing they can do about who buys it. But it's just like if, right. if the person that was willing to camp out for, you know, 18 hours is somebody that's just going to go home and throw stuff up on discogs. There's, you know, nothing to stop them from yeah. hoovering up all I mean, the good stuff. And that's and that that bothers me. That's why I don't like. You know, the thing I don't like about Record Store Day is the artificial scarcity. You know, it, it's like yeah. Amiibos and stuff like and that. That's, it's yeah, like the, I mean, that's like everything at this point, it seems yeah. like. You know, it's a, I'm seeing, you're seeing a lot in, in like, in the game sphere right now with the uh, that Final Fantasy 1 through 6 Pixel Remaster uh-huh. that came out. Are yeah. you familiar with that at all? Yeah, I am. Did it get a physical release or something? Cause then it did, but okay, it, that it like went up on... With. It went up on Square Enix's store uh-huh. like the day after Thanksgiving or the day before Thanksgiving at like 3 a.m. Yeah. And it like sold out immediately for people that just happened to be up at 3 a.m. Yeah. Uh, and, and the but they did have some of the special editions left over. Yeah. Or like, you know, they were up for a while. And the special editions were like 300 bucks. Yeah. And they come with like a two two record vinyl and like all this, like other things. And it, it was one of those nights where I had like really bad heartburn. So I like woke up in the middle of the night and I saw that they were for sale. And I, the, the standalone copies were all gone by the time I tried to do that. And I had, I had to make a, a game, game time decision. Yeah. Like I guess of say like, do I want to spend this $300 to do it? And I did it. Yeah. I don't and know. I, I got the Switch version, yeah. but it was it was later. Uh, Play Asia is selling them mm-hmm. now. Like was able to get like they have like a whole like reprint or whatever that they're doing of, of only the Switch version. So the PS4 version you can could only get it from Square Enix at that time. And now yeah. the Square Enix like even like the, the the standalone version of it is like selling for like three hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, there you go. But I, mean, I, I don't even understand why these companies would just like leave, especially for Square Enix. Why would they leave that money on the table? Like they I could I mean, sell I so many of those. That's I mean that's what I would say. Like, I don't. I mean I don't. Seventy five bucks. I mean it's got to be a calculated move. You know maybe they just figured that if we print, you know if there's no FOMO, how many people do they think are actually going to buy this stuff versus if you do it the way they did it? Like anybody that's on the fence is going to be like, well, I'm going to buy it. Cause this is my only chance, you know? Yeah. I mean, I talked about that a long time ago when I bought my, uh, analog NT mini noir, it was a hundred percent a FOMO purchase. Yeah. You know, if it's the kind of thing where they're like, Nope, we're going to keep making these in perpetuity. I wouldn't have bought it. Yeah. You know, and I don't, I'm not saying I regret buying it, but it's like, it's not like I don't use it, but yeah, you know, well, you're getting a little use out of it with these baseball games at least. That's very true. Because that's it's the only way I have of playing uh, Famicom cartridges. Mm-hmm. So as we discussed, I mean, I can use an adapter as long as the cartridge is the right shape in my NES. But uh, a lot of these games are not uh, the right shape. So yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of video games, I don't know if you like video games by any chance, but um, 
They're okay. I'm uh, I'm very um, excited. Uh, I don't know. You know, I was going to make this an episode of uh, <clears throat> of weekend rental, mm-hmm. but now I mean I don't know what to do about it. So I um for a long time I've been wanting to to buy uh, an Atari fifty two hundred controller. Uh, I'm trying to think what it looks like. Uh, I don't. Oh, Is that the, no, I do the have it down stick here. with the buttons on the sides? Yeah, here, hold on. Okay. With apologies to people who are only listening to the show, but uh, so see, it's this oh, okay. guy. But then, like, yeah, it's got the joy. It's got the analog, non-self-centering joystick. Um, and it's got you know two fire buttons. I mean, they're on both yeah. sides, but it's just it, you, you can play it if you're right or left-handed. It only has two fire buttons. Right. Uh, and then it's got the keypad down here, and then games would come with uh, overlays. Mm-hmm. But I mean, anyway, th- the reason I wanted it, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I must have talked about this, you know, in the early days of Flashback. But I mean, that was the first home console I ever played, was the Atari oh, Fifty Two Hundred, okay. and, um, but I've never had a working Atari Fifty Two Hundred setup, uh, or. Uh, you know, because the the fifty two hundred is just like a consoleized version of like an Atari uh, four hundred or eight hundred home computer, uh, but I've never had one of those either. So I've really never, even though you know my earliest gaming memories are playing an Atari fifty two hundred, I've really never played one since then. And um, one of the things with the with the fifty two hundred is that the controllers are very unreliable; they're like badly designed. Yeah. And so it's one of the reasons people are like, you know, kind of avoid avoid that system. Yeah. And um but you know, this controller's been totally I mean I'm gonna tell the whole story on my show, but you know, this this controller's been rebuilt with redesigned parts. So that all of the oh, things cool. that yeah. made the original controller, you know, poor quality or unreliable have been fixed. Because yeah. like somebody made a whole new uh flex circuit for the inside of it. Uh, all the buttons on here and whatnot are new because he redesigned the buttons to use different types Dang. of contacts on the bottom. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. And so, so you I, bought this from somebody who like specializes in doing this. Well, it's this company called Best Electronics. And the oh, guy's just, he's an Atari specialist. I see. So that's all he sells is like Atari stuff. And so right. he he's the one that designed and manufactured all the stuff for these controllers. And then he people can send him controllers to trade in like for trade in value and he rebuilds them and then sells them. Mm-hmm. So that's where I got it. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just super excited because I've, I have not played an Atari 5200 in probably 35 years. And, uh, so I'm going to do it. Like I want to make an episode of my show where I'm going to kind of tell the whole story of growing up, you know, playing that over at my friend's house and how I haven't played it since. And then I'm going to play, like all the games I used to play over at his house, I'm going to play mm-hmm. them for the first time, like on the show. Like oh, we're that, gonna... that's awesome. And so, so I have the controller, but I'm also waiting. I need a USB adapter for it. So I ordered one, but I'm waiting for that to get here. Oh, okay. And then hopefully, uh, I mean, I asked the guy that makes the adapter and he said it works with the mister. So mm-hmm. that's my plan is to just hook this up to the mister. But like, I'm not right. I'm on like this total like information lockdown. Like I don't want to watch. Uh, videos oh, yeah, of those yeah. games being played. I'm not playing them. In any, mm-hmm. Like I want the first time I play those games gonna be the first time I've played them in a but in a long time. But I can't. It's just at my age, it's hard to get excited about stuff. You know, especially like video game stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
And yeah, same to here. me, it's like, I feel like I have the same level of excitement with this that somebody might have if they had, you know, pre-ordered a new video game system. Like I can't, I can't wait, <laughs> you know, that's cool. So you, you're really excited about it. I mean, considering, well, but I also like, like I other just, things. That's, I love Atari game. Like I, I, you know, 2,600, 7,800, yeah. like, you know, for a lot of people, especially if they're a little bit younger, mm-hmm. you know, if they didn't grow up seeing that kind of stuff, it's just, it's just too primitive. For them right and i get that but you know i grew up playing that stuff and so to me i still think atari games are great mm-hmm. but uh so i'm i'm excited about playing all of those games but then i also uh there's a baseball game on the atari 5200 called uh real sports baseball that's supposed to be like really really good like uh the video mm-hmm. game critic gave it a plus so and he's usually a Dang. pretty harsh critic so if he thought yeah. it was that good i I'm looking forward to playing that. I also, I'm not going to have these probably in time uh, for the video, but um, I don't have them within reach. But there's a guy on the Atari Age forums that makes reproduction overlays. So, like, I okay. I bought a complete set from him of reproduction Jaguar overlays. Oh, nice. Yeah. But he also, he makes them for the Intellivision. I'm not sure if he makes them for the ColecoVision, but he makes them for the Atari 5200. And so I ordered, uh, I didn't get a complete set, but I just got like any, cause a lot of games came with an overlay where the overlay didn't even like, you don't really need to use the keypad or you're only going to use one number. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't think I need an overlay for that. But like the baseball game, for example, uses like the entire keypad. So need an overlay for that one. But some, yeah. So I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait to play the baseball game until the overlays get here. But, um, all the games I'm going to play for that other video, I don't need overlays for any of them. So as soon as that uh, USB adapter gets here, but it's a, it's a cool, like this guy made, cause he makes one for the 2600 as well. This USB adapter. Like, I don't know how he sells them so cheap. Cause I think he makes them himself. So I guess the parts are, they are like just laminated cheap. and stuff. No. So it's in a 3d printed little case. Okay. And uh, it's just like a little box that has a USB micro jack on it because that's how you plug it in. So it, it doesn't have a hard wire on it. You just use a USB micro cable. And then okay. it has two controller inputs. But then on the top, it has a little screen, like the same kind of screen that's on like the um, mem-, mem card pros. Right, like a little OLED screen. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little yeah. black and white screen. But then you can use that to test the controller because it has like a little thing on it that'll show when you're moving the joystick around. And then if you press any of the buttons, it'll say what what button you're pushing. But then also that little box has six buttons on it. Oh, dang. Those are not mapped to buttons on the controllers. Those are just separate buttons. And so, like, if you're going to go configure that uh, adapter in, like, an emulator, whether it's on a computer or the mister or whatever, you can assign those buttons to, like, functions, you know, like opening opening the menu in the mister or, uh, you know, if you were using a, a... it's PC. almost like a like a like a stream deck, kind of yeah yeah. Like you could, if you had like save states or whatever, like you can because there's six buttons on there and you can yeah uh, program them to do whatever you want. So uh, dang, should be pretty. That cool. Is, that's cool. Like I mean yeah, I've I've noticed you've you've really been on on uh, on fire with like releasing these weekend rentals and stuff. I'm I'm trying to just make it a priority to re- release one every week. So that's I great. Gotta, I haven't that's made great. the one for this weekend yet, but I will. I'm going to do it today. So, yeah. You know what you're going to do yet? Uh, yes. I'm going to do uh, NES baseball. 
I can say that because oh, okay. by the time anybody hears this, that video will already, already come be out. out. But because um, I just you know I've been working on pretty lazily, but I've been working on that baseball video, you know. Yeah. And um, it's kind of given me a new appreciation for that NES baseball game because you know I've talked about it in the past as being like one of my most hated games of from my childhood. <laughs> but the more I play it, I'm like, you know, this game's actually. It certainly has its limitations, but it's actually pretty impressive for a game that came out in 1983. Yeah. You know? Because, I, I mean, the, the the version we got is unchanged from the Famicom version that came out in 83, except that, you know, they had to replace some of the text, you know, translate it. But that's literally mm-hmm. the only change, as as was usually the case back then. Dang. Yeah. So do you you want to you want to hit the slapper yeah. eat before before it's too late? Yes. Um, I, I'm gonna leave it up to you to choose the mood for today. All right, one second. All right. My only regret is I, I so wish I could have seen your face when I sent you that thing. I don't know if anybody needs to hear the backstory, but uh, I, I mean, think that everybody should you, hear the backstory because I mean, you, it is... you got me right now. I had no. <laughs> I was like, I've been planning that. I've been playing because that is the thing is like, how are we going to be able to get each other to listen to that Creed song when they don't mean to? Yeah. And I knew, I knew because you, if we want to go back to the beginning, yeah, I guess it just comes down to the fact that this song was on this uh, video of a sunflower in a a rainstorm. And it's, it's like a, yeah, I mean, you, you, you you said that on the last show. you would yes. tone, but I couldn't really like when you described it. I think I was like, I don't really, I, I couldn't really visualize what you were saying. I mean, I've never seen anybody tie a sunflower to their poor. I, I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> and then when you sent it to me, I watched it. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's really funny. And then uh, uh, subsequent to you sending me that the first time, you kept sending it to me. Like, oh by the way, in case you forgot, and then you sent it to me again. Yeah. Oh, have you have which, you seen uh, this before? <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, I thought that was funny. And so then I, I don't know how I just came up with this idea that I was going to just take the audio and send it to you under the guise <laughs> of it being something else for you to, to listen to. Yeah. So. Because I think we're both, after we have, you know, after I sent you that uh, Sunflower, you, you said I've had this song in my head. Oh, yeah. You know, ever, ever since. and and It's a real earworm. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and it's just specifically like that thirteen seconds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't even uh, know how the rest of the song goes. Me either. Yeah. Me either. So, you know, we're, you're having trouble downloading things from my NAS. So I was like uh, rerouting. Like I, I was making adjustments to my router, just trying to figure out why it was going so slow. Yeah. And I think it's. I don't know if it's just me or if it's like due to my ADHD or something like that. If I get certain. I will have certain like phrases in my mind or certain like pieces, like little bits of songs or something like that, just yeah. repeating over and over and over and over again, just like yeah. noise. Yeah. And the entire time I was working on figuring that out, yeah, 
I just had that 13 seconds like repeating. No, I mean, I had I was having the same thing going on that I know of. I don't have ADHD, so I don't think it's related to that. I think it's just, I think that happens to everybody. <laughs> so when you sent it to me as like under the guise of of it being the new intro of the song, I thought it was yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah. So know, I sent like, him totally a te- legit. I sent him a text and I just said, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about changing the intro music to the show. I've been using the same thing for like nine years and it's just, uh, yeah. uh, royalty free music. And just like, do you mind just checking this out and letting me know what you think? And the way I sent it to him is I just played it on my computer and held my phone up to it and recorded it as a voice memo. Cause I didn't know anything else, any other way of doing it was going to be too much work. <laughs> But the, the the I think the funniest part about it is is you send it to me, and I said, oh, I'm like doing this right now. I'll take a listen in a little bit. Yeah. And I didn't do it in a little bit. Like I did it much later yeah. than I intended to. Yeah. So it it you know I I I like sat down to listen to this and thinking like okay now I gotta like get my get my like put my feedback hat on you yeah. know just yes. get this in the mentality get in the of, zone. Yes, yeah. of like, okay, so I need to like, I'm going to have to comment on this. And then that happened, and I was not expecting it at all. And I was like, I was like r- rolling around, I was writhing on the floor basically. Yeah. Because it was just so unexpected. I mean, I, mean, I think I said, you know, I, I almost died. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have this situation where, and I just got you. Yeah. So now, how are we gonna? <laughs> oh, I, don't worry. I'm I've been working on it. You know. But that's the funny <laughs> thing is, the more you do it, the harder it's gonna get. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Got... It is. You know, it's our own Rick Roll type thing. Yes. Or I think of it more like you know, if you've ever seen that movie Waiting, I think that had like yes. Dane Cook in it and whatnot, and I forgot yeah. who else was in Ryan it. Ryan Reynolds, you know? I think, is in it. Yeah, he is. You know, and they're trying to yeah. get each other to look at their yeah their junk. You know, yes, uh, it's kind of like that. Or like I used to work with this with this lady where I guess her and her friend group had this thing they would do. It, it was called icing. You, like you would ice one of your friends. And what it was, was you would you go buy like a case of Smirnoff ice. Do they even still make that? I don't know. But, you know, Smirnoff ice. I, I think so. Yeah. OK. I, I think that I think and it does still exist. Yeah. You would hide it places. Where if the person found it, and it would always be accidental, right? Like you'd put it somewhere where the person would, you know, have to find it. You know, like for example, let's say I knew you were coming over to my house. I'm like, I'm going to ice Corey, right? So I would go in the bathroom and I would get rid of the roll of toilet paper, you know, and just put an empty roll there. So you thought there was no toilet paper. And then there's, you know, there's toilet paper under the bathroom sink, right? So then you stick Mm -hmm. a Smirnoff ice right in front of it. You know, then you go in there and you're like, oh, there's no toilet paper. And you open the cabinet, boom, Smirnoff ice. And then while you're sitting there on the toilet with your pants around your ankles, you've got to, you have to pound the Smirnoff ice. Like that's how it works. <laughs> and so she would yeah. just tell me all these stories about the various places they would hide these Smirnoff ices. Cause plus you understand like they're not being kept cold and however yeah. bad a Smirnoff ice is, it's far worse if you're drinking it room temperature. So yes. Yeah. But <laughs> you can imagine that as that goes on and on, people start to kind of get wise to it. Yeah. And it's the same thing here. Like, how am I going to get you to listen (laughs) to that song again? (laughs) I'll admit that 
I've been looking forward to doing that for several days. I, I enjoyed the fact that you did it. You definitely 100% got me. Now we're going to get in copyright trouble, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe not. We'll see. I mean, our channel, our YouTube channel is not monetized. Yeah, so, so what are they going to do? Right, right. Uh, okay, but all that being said, that was a lead-in to uh, does it slap or should we eat it? So, yeah. And... Uh, in case, I don't know if it's going to be in the beginning of the video or not, but just uh, for anybody that doesn't know, this was supposed to be Corey's turn, and uh, he came to class unprepared today. Yes, so, it's, it's embarrassing. As punishment, uh, these three things are all going to be bad. So okay. which one do you have to keep versus, you know, which one do you unfortunately, or which two do you unfortunately have to get rid of? Okay, yeah. thing oh, number yeah. one. Do, I, do you want me to play the real song? No, or we just absolutely gonna... not. Okay. I want to. I want to leave Creed hanging in the air. Uh, number one is runny egg whites. So somebody has served you eggs uh, over mm-hmm. easy or sunny side up, and yeah. the whites are still runny. Okay, so is the white? Is it like the like the kind of jelly type stuff? There's like that yeah, jelly. You know, there's like two components that... to an egg. There's the yolk. Yeah. That's the yellow thing. Oh yeah, I'm talking about like the... sometimes you know if you if you like. Are doing it like over easy or whatever. Yeah, it's like like the like in addition to the whites, there's like kind of like the it's it's like a clear type liquid. Well, all of the egg not, white is clear until it cooks. That's what turns. I, it white. I understand, but this is always like I can't believe we're having to take time clarifying okay. what okay. is an egg okay. white. Well, it's a it's an undercooked egg. You know, the the white is still I, I, no. I I know I know egg. what the egg white is, but it feels like the there's like the additional clear stuff is was like a different thing no maybe no i'm whatever. saying the white portion of the so egg. the runny egg. Okay, somebody has yeah. served you eggs and you've cut into them and the whites are running <laughs> all over the plate okay number okay. two having to get up and take a leak at three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. right you had you know you 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 drank before bed i don't mean beer like you you know i drank a whole spin drift or something i peed before bed i thought i was going to be cool you woke up, it was like 2 in the morning, you're like, oh, I kind of have to pee, but I think I'll be okay. You drift back off to sleep, you wake up again 30 minutes later, same thing, and by the time yeah. 3 o'clock rolls around, you realize there's no way I'm going to be able to ride this out <laughs> until normal wake-up time, and you yeah. have to get up and go pee. And then maybe, maybe, maybe not, you can fall asleep again. That's the problem I have. Okay. All right, that's number two. Number three, Nickelback. <laughs> And while you're thinking, by the way, since I have this thing out, for anybody that uh, I didn't know this, because again, this is the first episode of Columbo I'd ever watched. Columbo was big into these this type of. Uh, uh, I mean, I notepad. need to get one of those. In fact, it seems I, like he, based on what I saw in that one episode, it's like, do you use one per case? Because he was filling that thing up. Maybe he does. That's maybe he should use one of those per episode. Oh, I, I, I mean, I get about. Uh, two episodes out of a single page. I'm just making a bullet point, uh, bullet point list, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I, what do you think while you're thinking about that, you know, you have Rick rolling. What would be the analogous thing? If instead of, uh, Rick, whatever, Rick Astley, it's Scott Stapp. Like, can you think of something alliterative where you can say, Oh, instead Mm -hmm. of Rick rolling, it's yeah, 
you know, stap slapping or something. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a it's a stap infection. Oh, I like that stap infection. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Anyway, uh, stop. Uh, I mean, stop stalling. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm going to I'm gonna keep uh, getting up and and peeing in the middle of the night. Oh, and I'm right. gonna yeet. The yeah. the egg the runny egg whites because yeah. I I like egg whites by themselves you know like after they're like cooked like what like you'll order like an egg white omelet like oh yeah yeah un- I mean I was ironically for, you'll... for a while why no I mean I it's just, like I liked it you know like why would you go into keep, a restaurant keep... and you're like hey I'd like it I'd like an omelet but can you make me one without the flavor like oh yes yes we just take out the yolk well, I mean, and then it will taste like it, nothing yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if it, I mean, are you still getting trying cheese? To, trying like, to get your cholesterol like, down. What's in an egg white omelet besides the egg whites? Well, it's got like ham and cheese and everything like okay, that. So like okay, so that's okay. I'll stuff. have ham and cheese, but but egg yolks is a bridge too far. Well, if you're trying, to, maybe. I mean, yeah, there's no there's no cholesterol in ham and cheese. <laughs> all right. Anyways, all right. So you're keeping you you love egg whites, so you're keeping that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. You know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of Nickelback, I guess. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat Nickelback. I you know I can I can deal with go, getting up and going pee in the middle of the night. Yeah, it happens so infrequently. And you ever have to like pee so bad that you actually dream about peeing? Probably. And then you wake up and yeah. you and you wake up and you say. But thank goodness you didn't pee your pants in bed. Yeah. That would be my concern. If you're dreaming about peeing, that's how you just soil yourself. Yes, uh, you know. Maybe that's in our future, in my future, I well, guess. Let's hope not. Well, I mean, you know, adult diapers is a pretty big industry, so somebody's peeing <laughs> themselves somewhere. <laughs> yes, so, exactly. Yeah. And I think, but I, you know, I, it depends on what it, I guess having, if I had Nickelback, like, in my life, would, they, would that just mean that I, they have to be, like, in my life regularly? I don't if know. I chose to like keep them, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've said this before, but I just don't. I feel like the whole Nickelback thing is like an internet meme, for sure. Like it was for like sure. one day people started talking about how Nickelback is the worst band in the history of ever, and it's just like to me, like they're just a cookie cutter, late '90s, early 2000s radio friendly rock band. Like yeah, and I think that if you a know, Nickelback there's... song comes on the radio, I'm not like ugh, change the channel. I'd say the same thing. You know, we talked about Creed last time. Like I don't, I mean Creed's most. I really hate no, that go... uh, that arms wide open song by Creed. That yeah. one is awful. Like that is an yeah, awful I, I, song. Most of those Creed songs are, but, are bad. I, mean, I don't know, but if like I don't know, Hire's all right. We talk about that. If My Own Prison came on, or I, you know, I'm kind of curious yeah. what the rest of this uh, Six Feet from the Edge song sounds like. But I'm like. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ever going to be a fan, but it's like, it's it's pretty inoffensive. Exactly. You know, yeah, radio yeah. All, all rock this stuff music. Is inoffensive, really. So I remember just thinking, like, when everybody's like, "Oh, Nickelback is horrible," I'm like, "What? When did that happen? Like, what? Like, what's? There's nothing remarkable enough about Nickelback music to make it stand out. You know, yeah. but by even saying like, "Oh my God, they're so horrible," you're saying that there's anything about their music. That's remarkable. And there's just not. It's just like, yeah, you know. But I mean, like, they got that song in the photograph. Like, there's, that's fine. Yeah. 
Now, I mean, I feel like we've already had had this entire discussion. We, we've we've had this entire discussion, and you know, like I would probably, I could consider keeping them around. But if it's like, oh, you got to listen to like an album every day or something like that, I'd be like, no. Nah, well, I'll, I can't. I'll get, I'll get rid of that. But I mean, I don't even know if I can't think of too many bands where I'd be okay listening to an album every day. Like I want a little yeah. bit of variety, you know. How about how about twice a month? You pick the days. Yeah, I could probably. But then would you? I would just do it on the first and the second, and then you got the whole month, and I have to worry yeah. about it again. You know, it's like paying bills. You know, like I get paid once a month. Yeah. So like for me, you pay your bills like first of the month, and then you're just done. Yeah. You but put, then like, you can put the album on while you're paying your bills. You know, but a lot of people get paid every two weeks, and then it's like, well, I pay these bills at this part of the month, and then the other part of the month they pay the other bills. I I would not operate well under that paradigm. Yeah. I mean, I think that probably Three Doors Down is worse than Nickelback. But they're both like, I mean. I'm trying to think of a Three Doors Down. I spend zero time. I can't think of a Three Doors Down song that isn't Kryptonite. I don't know any of those songs. Well, there was like a a song called Here Without You. Oh. Oh, without you, baby. That's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's it's all like you're, you're absolutely right. That it's just I mean, stuff any that, of it. It's, it's just like it's just in the in the in the background, and yeah, I mean, it's like what Pat Finnerty was saying. It's just like yeah, yeah, you go to the store, you go bowling, and it's on. That's that's yeah. what it's for. That's its. And the people that are fans of it, you know, it's just like well, the only reason they're they're really fans is because like that's it's just been in these places. Well, or maybe it's like it. you know they, going through some pivotal time in their life. They yeah, they yeah. associate that with you know and that's that's understandable. But and w- exactly. I think we can agree that any of that stuff is like ten times better than Limp Biscuit. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. You know i I mean i would I would listen to any of those over over Limp Biscuit like any yeah, day of the week. Certainly. I mean, they they might be, you know, like one of the most successful bands of the early two thousands, but I don't care. Yeah. I mean, no. I agree. I I when I worked at EB like years and years ago, uh, this girl I worked with was a huge huge Limp Bizkit fan, and she got like a gigantic tattoo like across like the bottom of her stomach that was something from Limp Bizkit. And I'm, I I think about that a lot. Yeah. And I think like, oh my gosh, can you imagine? Like, I wonder. What that person? Yeah, I'd like to go tattoo now. I'd like to go revisit that issue with her and see what she thinks now. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, Although maybe that, that's that like one out? of those things where, like, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. Like maybe, like deep down, she's like, yeah, I don't really I'm not into this anymore. But like, she has to, you know, some cost, cost fallacy. It's like I, I got the tattoo already, right? You know, right in my nether region, practically. Like I have mm-hmm. to, like, you know, I'm never going to admit publicly that it was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I got it. You got to go all in. Yeah. I guess you know, justify this stupid mistake that you made in yeah, two thousand two. I think it was two thousand one. <laughs> that sounds about <laughs> or right. Two thousand. Yeah. It was like shortly after the. I mean, it was. It might have been. It was shortly after the PS two came out. I remember. Yeah. I'm just like envisioning like a tattoo that has like it just says like I did it all for the nookie in like old English lettering. I mean, this it you was know. it was like it I don't it was is Limp Bizkit associated I don't remember exactly what it said but it was all in like kind of like like graffiti type oh 
thing. So well, you didn't like, tell me it was going to be classy. No, it's it's not classy. I know. I was like, that was sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, it's like in cursive. Yeah, you know, like yeah, like, like I said, old English. Like maybe I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> like my, it's cursive old English writing now. I don't. Uh, know. I well, kind of. I mean, they don't even teach that in school anymore, do they? <laughs> Which is good. I mean, cursive is stupid. Um, I don't. I don't mean I don't write in cursive. Anytime I meet anybody no. that writes in cursive, it's like it's just a rare you, occurrence. You, pre- you know, I'm like, wow. You, you appreciate their dedication too. Sure. Yeah. No. No. St- I'm not. With that. I'm not critical at all. But it's just like, whoa. You know. It's like yeah. It's like seeing a falling star, you know, or finding a four leaf clover. <laughs> like I go home and I'm like telling my wife, like you'll never believe what I saw today. So in writing cursive, they wrote an entire sentence and yeah, yeah, cursive. Yeah, I don't like. I know how to do it, but I don't. If I sat down to write something in cursive, like I don't think I could do it. I don't know. I could try without 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 thinking about it. Why don't I have? A yeah, I I don't know if I could either. Where do all my pads of paper go? Let me let me try it too. I feel like I own way more paper than the average I, you know person. What I want you to... But it's never available when I. Oh, what's this? Oh, this works. All right. What are you going to write? Let's both write the same thing. Uh, well, I want you to write. Hold me now. I'm six feet from the okay. edge, and I'm thinking, maybe six feet. <laughs> for now. I can't. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Because the eye is always really weird, but I can't think of how it is. And, like, the S is weird. I'm doing better than I, I thought I, I would. I don't I don't remember how to do an F. Oh, Fs are fancy. You got to yeah, go up like, like this and then down and then loop back around. Like, um, E, the E is kind of messing me up. I can't. Remember when F? I mean, it's, it's it is weird because it's kind of like it's like a reverse B, right? Almost. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I think I didn't do too bad of a job. I'll say, but I mean, I wouldn't. I'll also say it took me a lot longer to write that than it would have been if I had printed it. So, and as you saw at the beginning of the episode, this is a freshly sharpened pencil, so I can't, I can't even blame my tools. Wow, you're still working on that. Well, while you're working on that, I'll say the last thing I had to bring up. Um, and I guess I be—I don't feel like you and I talked about this yet, but you know, since you just made that video on it recently, um, just by happenstance this morning, I—I um, I happened to play the same game on both uh, the analog pocket and uh, my Anbernic device, which is not. It's not the exact same as the one you have like the uh, you have like the updated version of the Anbernic device I have, you know, but so they're basically the same, you know. Mhm. And um I don't know, it just kind of for me it just kind of like drove home the 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 idea for me at least that or the notion that if you're really looking for a handheld just, you know, all-purpose emulation device, the the pocket is just not it yet. Yeah, so they, you know, I did that video on the Ambernick, and they sent they sent like a newer one as well, just like as a thank you for oh, doing like that afterwards? video. Like you got another one? Yeah, it's like the four hundred five or something like that. Wow. So this one 
it's like a little bit bigger. It's got like a slightly bigger screen. It's got yeah. staggered sticks on it. Oh, and oh, yeah. uh, the yes, thing yes, is, yes. is it's completely Android based. Yeah, I think I and, saw that because that retro game core dude uh, yeah. reviewed it. And I think so there was I was a, looking at that thinking, oh, I might want that, but I think that they because they flipped the D pad and the and the yes, yeah, that's right. why I was like, I don't want that. So, uh, I in my experience from messing around with it, yeah, like the fact that it's all entirely Android based has made it a lot more complicated to get it oh like running in the way that I want to. You got to like install like like. I don't know. I had to like install this whole other front end, and using that front end, I can't put, I can't sort my games into folders. Oh, you know, for each region and stuff like but that. You didn't, been, I mean, you didn't want to do that I'm, with I'm, the I'm, other one either. Well, that's what I liked about the other one is that basically you can just, you know, it's just it boots from the SD card, and it's like it's just like their own OS, and it it served exactly the purpose. Yeah, that I needed it to. Yeah, which was just like pick something from the list, you play it for a little bit, you can mess around with the shaders and stuff like that if you want to. Yeah, but I just wanted to pick something and go. I didn't, but with this new one and to try to get it like up and running in the way that I wanted to. Yeah, it just it was taking way more time than I wanted to spend on it. So I'm just yeah, like I'm just gonna I keep on that. using that other one. But I mean, I I enjoyed you know with mine like you know I have what is it RG three fifty one MP or something I have but anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I ended up installing a new front end on it just because I watched a video right. that Retro Game Core did, and he showed it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I want that." But it yeah. wasn't like a big deal. It's just like you install this new OS on it, and then I just use it that way. Uh, yeah. In, but like, I enjoy. You know, we've talked about that before, but like, I enjoy setting stuff up like that. But it just to me, makes it more usable and and. Oh, totally. But I'm just saying, like, using that because I was playing a Genesis game, right? I'm not playing mm-hmm. a Game Boy game where. You know, that's where the analog pocket like shines, although not yes. not if you're using the open core stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, if, if you want to play, especially if you have original Game Boy carts, like the analog pocket is amazing. But yeah. I feel like a lot of people are buying it because of the potential that it has as like an all in one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Handheld. And, it, you know, at this point. Because, you know, like, the guy that sent me the analog pocket, he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm kind of selfishly hoping that you'll make a video using it, mm-hmm. right, or out of it. Like, make an analog pocket video. Right. And, like, I want to do that, but I feel like I'm hesitating because it's like I'm waiting, like, are you going to release a new firmware that's going to, yeah. like, you know, I just well, they, feel like, you know. got to have a new one soon. I mean, especially since those are all still, like, in, are are labeled as beta. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, the fact that the the cores don't have access to any of the shader stuff, uh, the fact that you can't the big to me, the the number one biggest annoyance is not being able to put the console to sleep. Unless you're playing an original cartridge like that's that's like deal breaker for me, like I'm a busy guy. If I can take out my handheld and play it for a little while, I'm like, okay, I want to put it to sleep and I'll come back to it later. If you can't do that, then like it's not going to work out. You know, yes. And with the so amber nick, you just, you just tap the power button, I, and you know, you know, I'm the same way. Is that you know, I want to be able to put that stuff to sleep, and especially now with the, all the open FPGA stuff, a lot of people are just putting all their ROMs on it. That's and, what I did, yeah. And then, how different is it than like one of these other devices? And, well, it's different because it's not as good. I mean, with the amber nick, I have save states if I want them, and I can put the system to sleep, and yeah. like. 
if I want to switch games, right? Like on the pocket, if I'm playing, you know, one NES game and I want to switch to another one, I have to exit out of the core and then go back in and launch a new game. Whereas yes. with the Anbernic, it's like hitting a hotkey and just booting a new game, you know? Right. And I mean, and I, you know, probably it, it, the pocket will get there, said. but it's not there now. And that's what I'm saying is I want to make a video like that when I can at least say, you know, there's there's more value in this pocket because I can see where it's going. But it's like so yeah. far. And the idea that I'm going to tell anybody like, oh, yeah, you should put your name on a list and, and prepay for a pocket that you might not see for a year or, or more. Mm-hmm. When instead you can just hop on Amazon and buy an Anbernic for for far less money that yeah. is going to give you a better experience, in my opinion. Yes, exactly. I, th- I think right now the biggest downfall with the Anbernic stuff is that if th- new versions are like constantly coming out. Yeah, like but they I are just releasing like, like new ones you, constantly. And you don't need it. You don't need it. But, but, I just feel like it's almost the amount of them is probably a it's overwhelming to people. Oh, I think it's like confusing. Yeah, like oh, I don't know which one. And, to get, and the for fact sure. that there's like you know new ones coming out like every three months. Yeah, I don't understand and, why they're doing and, that. Seems strange. And to I, me. I I guarantee you that people are thinking like, well, why would I buy this when there's going to be a better version coming out in three months? Yeah, I could and, see someone doing that. You know, it's it it doesn't give people enough time to really just I guess appreciate what they have I mean I think it's easy for me just because like I don't like oh we're gonna come out with a new one that can play Dreamcast and then uh, oh this one coming out in six months will do like GameCube like I don't want to play any of that stuff on a tiny handheld I want to play there are people out there that probably so probably do you know for sure yes I'm just saying not like that stuff's gonna be on the pocket either right but I I just I think that it's, it's overwhelming the people yeah and but I like, think it would go a lot further if they just had one new one a year. I think so. Instead of I agree because even constantly. even one new one a year that's pretty often compared yes. to like you know n- normal consoles. Yeah, but the good thing about it, I think, is that it just feels really durable. Yeah, in in that I almost don't care what happens to it. Well, but it's also like if if God forbid something happens to it, it's easy to just get a new one. But like with yes. It's like you don't want to leave the house with your analog pocket without like wrapping it in bubble wrap because if something happens to that, or, yeah, you can go yeah. get back in line to get a new one. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing with my, with the Steam Deck that I have. Like it's the Steam Deck is like a whole other thing where yeah. it's it's just too big. I, yeah. I feel to me the Steam Deck Steam Deck is too big to take anywhere, anyways. Yeah, yeah. and I, I use it as a a self contained PC. Yeah. Which I can easily capture stuff from sync controllers too. Doesn't require any kind of, uh, you know, la- like taking from resources from like from yeah. the ability to capture stuff. And I'm not like a I'm not a big PC game player, so I I don't need it to be the most top of the line decked out system either. Uh, but it's just too big for me to t- want to take it places. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. That's I didn't have any, you know, more to say. Except it's just like playing that was just like, yeah, this is why. Like, I I would like to make a video, but it's just like, it would be hard for me to be that positive about it yet. Except to just say that, you know, 
If you're yeah. looking for a handheld to play your old Game Boy games, then yes, the analog pocket is absolutely amazing. But outside of that, there are just far better options out there. Yeah. And then, of course, even with that, like playing your original Game Boy games, you know, the the you know, a lot of people are, you know, making hay about, you know, your the labels on your games getting. And, and I've definitely seen that. Like if your labels are not perfect, you don't really have much clearance. Right. And that pocket will absolutely pick up your labels. But yeah. but then at the same time, it's just like the way that thing functions the minute you say, I'm not going to use my actual cartridges anymore, like even if I'm going to use an EverDrive instead, you lose important functionality because now you can no longer put your system to sleep. Right. So, you know, it's awesome hardware, but it's it's a little half-baked at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty long. Uh, it's a long time. You keep looking at your watch, so it's, you know. Well, I know. I Well, my wife went out someplace, and she's like, I know, I'm just blowing up, blowing up my text messages. I yeah. just had to see what she was saying. It's no big deal. I'm just <laughs> busting your chops a little bit. Uh, so you've been listening to episode 27. Still got nothing. In a row? 27. What? <laughs> that was 37. I, I know it is, but yeah. I'm only referencing that because eventually it'll get referenced again at 37. That's one of the best lines in that movie, though. Yeah. In, in a, a row? row? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we got some new questions. So, you know, us telling people to send in questions to here's my podcast at gmail.com has been working. <laughs> so, excellent. Uh, whenever excellent. it comes time to make another email episode, we, uh, yeah, we I mean, have we fodder can... at the ready. Heck yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. And, uh, you know, I hope everyone has a good a good week yeah. ahead of them. Yes. And, you know, hopefully, you know, if you're listening to this on Monday morning, hopefully uh, it's a good Monday for you. Happy Monday. <laughs> oh, I so you got a case of the Mondays. Oh, my God. I mean, has has Mike Judge ever done anything that's, like, not been good? I don't think so. He's He might he's, – he's got to be one of the most uh, – I mean, consistent – comedy writers like of all time yeah and none of his stuff ever gets appreciated when it's like new yeah either yeah and then people come around to it and realize actually this is this is genius yeah because he doesn't do what kevin smith does he doesn't just he doesn't have like one horse that he's just beating to death you know yes like his movies have nothing to do with each other yeah that's what makes them great you know like wes anderson yeah he's like mike judge is the Wes Anderson of comedy movies. Okay. Write it down. (laughs) I'll keep that in mind next time. Next time I'm watching either of their movies to see if that's true. Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. Take care, everybody.